Hello, citizen detectives, and welcome to House of Quigley, a Yellow Jackets podcast with a title that pays homage to the woman who always buys two of things because that way she has enough to share. My name is Frances, and I am joined by the ultimate citizen detective. In high school, her phone was a Nokia 3315 with simple plan smash hit perfect as a ringtone. It is the incomparable, the brilliant, the one, and the only Alyssa. <gasps> wow, it's another blast from the past, Francis. Do you That's remember amazing. when that was your ringtone? Yes, I remember. I was deep into that song. I had like a slight emo phase in high school where it's like, you did. oh my gosh, I like dyed my hair brown. And mm-hmm. I'm like, naturally... you had a sweet fringe. <laughs> yes, I had a sweet fringe. Like, and I, yeah, dyed my hair brown. And like, I'm naturally blonde. So that was very strange. And I remember, like, there was this boy I liked, and I dyed my hair brown, and he was like, I don't know, he made this comment, he was like, oh, um, I think he was better as Bond, and I was just like, well, <laughs> too bad, <laughs> and now I hate you, nah. Um, but yeah, I had a slight emo face, and I loved Simple Plan, and I still love that did. song. Um, Do you remember, though, it wasn't the actual, like, it wasn't like you had Simple Plan's, like, recording of it. You had a Nokia 3315, so you had to make the song yourself, like, with the buttons. I did so, like, Oh, my god! Yeah, you did. And you came sprinting across the courtyard one day at school, and you were like, Francis, Francis, look at what I made! And I was like, oh, my God, what did you make this song? And you pressed play, and it was going, do, 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 do. <laughs> That's hilarious. I probably did that in like science or something when I was meant oh, to be paying attention to something else. Yeah. That just reminded oh. me, you put, that was probably like literally just before you like did like a crazy booty dance. Like, oh you my God. Beyonce. Yeah. It's true. I was a Beyonce obsessed person in high school. Yeah. And do you remember when we, we were in we English used, class yeah. and we had, to, we had to choose a song and you chose Christina Aguilera, I'm okay. And I yeah. chose Survivor. Survivor. Yeah. <laughs> And do you remember when we always used to, like, have little fights where, like, I would, like, we would find, like, riff-offs between Christina and Beyonce, and we, and I would be like, look, Christina, can you, like, hit this note that Beyonce can't? And I was like, wait, 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 look at this one. Look at Dangerously in Love. Look yeah. at this song. <laughs> I know. And now we have come oh, to the conclusion God. as, like, mature adults that, n- like, no one can touch Beyonce or Christina. Uh, yeah, it's why why can't vocals. we have both? Really, exactly, um, exactly. You know, doesn't have to be a fight. Does not have to be a fight. We support no. all women uh, with yes. every voice. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So here we are, and you know, it's here been it's been a big week. Uh, it's been another week of Yellow Jackets. Just quickly before we get started, did you watch the Eurovision Song Contest twenty twenty three? Well, no, I didn't. Because I am in the UK and um, the UK has no free-to-air options. So, like, you know how oh ABC and SBS, I think it's SBS in Australia, they show SBS, Eurovision? Yeah. They don't yeah. do that here. And it's it's free in Australia, but here you have to have a TV licence. So, I'm like, I did look into it because I wanted to watch another BBC show. And the TV licence for a year was, like, £150. And I was like... Oh. As much as I enjoy Eurovision, like, I... You couldn't do it. I can't do it, but, like, I, I watched a few clips on YouTube and stuff like that, and it just oh. seemed crazy as fuck as per usual. It was, but it was actually, like, one of my favourite years to watch. Like, oh, usually cool. I'm always, like, I end up and I'm like... Because of Hannah Waddingham? Okay, stop. Right, right now, stop. Okay, I am convinced this woman is an ethereal being from outer space. She is an ethereal being. 
I want to just bow whenever she shows up. I was, every outfit she wore, everything she did, I was like, Hannah Waddingham, please stop my heart. Um, And I had to laugh, like, because you probably obviously didn't see the SBS broadcast, but like, when Lorene won from Sweden, who I absolutely fucking love, by the way, Lorene. So um, when Lorene when Lorene won, uh, Miff, you know, like the SBS commentator, uh, she said over the broadcast, "Oh, good on you, Lorene." It was so Australian. Lorene. Me and Madeline were like, "What is this? Like home and away?" Like it was so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I loved it. It was a great year. Anyway, 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 anyway. Now no, that we're done talking about yeah. the Eurovision Song Contest 2023. <laughs> yeah. um, I was actually, by the way, just before we move on to Yellow Jackets, I was walking around the house all day during the final, just like like yelling out things to my sister. She was getting so annoyed with me. And eventually I was just like, the vaulting lines are now closed. And I just kept <laughs> streaming out this shit all day until the final came on. And then I finally put that to bed. But it was, it was fun. It was great. We love Eurovision. It's yeah. a fun time. Oh yeah, it's a fun time. Like all the countries come together, and it's it's a wholesome time. It's um, camp. It's camp. It's, it's camp. camp. It's great. It's it's practically yellow jackets when we really drill down to it. Um, I oh, wanted really? to give a shout out to your sister <laughs> as well because you shared with me a video clip of uh, <laughs> singing the theme song from Yellow Jackets, and oh, she, yeah. for some reason she thinks the word revenge is in there. Yeah. Yeah, she's going, no return, no return, no revenge. <laughs> I was like, sister, it is not sister revenge, dearest. it's reason, sister dear. Yeah. And she, she she, was like, I don't care, it's my story. This is what I'd like to say, it's my, my story. story. Um, but yeah, so I definitely, like, another hectic episode. Um, hectic, I Actually, yeah. like, slightly funny story, like, just before we get into the podcast discussions um Mm -hmm. well two things i wanted to share so there is a great little um voice clip that uh you also sent me immediately after you watched the episode which i really want to include like the first 15 seconds in this pod um so insert this here okay i haven't listened to a single voice clip yet because i just need to (laughs) say what i need to say (laughs) um what the fuck did i really just see young nat young sophie thatcher sprinting through the ice to get away from these savage beasts chasing her that you were like these savage beasts <laughs> how they're going after <laughs> how they're going after our dear sweet Natalie and that's how I felt I oh was like God. how could you this is unforgivable oh uh, my god we'll go into oh. it more um and yeah you you've got a structure of how we're going to talk about this episode yeah and we'll so talk about that when- last Ideally, we're probably going to hop around a little bit just because everybody was together. So we're just going to kind of go with it, see what happens. So stick with us, listeners, three listeners, stick with us, um, yes. because we we will we will just we're gonna we're gonna go with it. We're just gonna see what happens. All right. Yeah. So let's start at the very beginning. Yes. Um, Lottie is in tremendous pain. Uh, on the brink yes. of death. She is. Uh, Missy she is and swollen. Mari. Oh she my is God! Yes, figured. she is. Yeah, Misty and Mari are helping thing. her, helping her pee, and yeah. Mari is complaining about it. What a surprise! Um, yeah. And Misty turns around and she's like, "God, God, would you shut up about the pee?" And then yeah. she's like, "You have to be a little brat 
just like you always are and it was very like you know oh 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 yeah someone else noticed it's not just the viewers who are like mari shut the fuck up mari (laughs) (laughs) mari please please mari um so mari drops the pee when she leaves it starts crying i'm like i I felt kind of bad for her because she looked like you know yeah i was like okay I, I, I think okay. this is where Mari is the first example where we see like obviously they've been like starving for a long time but this is the first time that we see everyone's like she's really impacted by it like she's upset she's crying like and obviously mm. like what's just transpired the fight and stuff like that um, well it's not really it's a fight intense. you can't really call it a fight it's a, it's yeah. a beating that Lottie takes yeah absolutely um, yeah so yeah so yeah she drops and can we just say like throughout this whole episode misty is just like she's the protector like she is taking yeah. care of lottie like she is just, we'll just lay she that is. out here she, uh, she, this is this is this very first moment where she became like a, a, a carer like a, a nurse yeah. like this was her moment um yeah. yeah so lottie is having visions in her state and i was actually pausing frame by frame when i did my rewatch and I she sees the queen card did you oh my yeah. god <laughs> Wow. Um, She sees the queen card. She sees running in the snow. She sees a knife to a throat with Jackie's necklace and there is blonde hair. So it's pretty obvious that it's probably Matt. If you were to pause it from the beginning. And she sees someone drowning in water. So pretty much the whole plot line is bam, right there in Lottie's vision at the beginning. Um, Yeah. And I think like, you know, it's a... I This whole episode is like a bit weird and like... I mean, we haven't really gone into general thoughts, but the reason why I haven't done that is because I think we should probably save how we actually feel about the episode until mm-hmm. when we actually talk about it as a whole, because I have some thoughts that I want to kind of, you know, and I'm sure you do too. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so yeah, Lottie, Visions, not surprising, you know, obviously happening. We then switch over to Akila and Nugget. Uh <laughs> And Akila is telling Nugget that she's going to invite him into the family. And Ty's like, I want to see what, you know, what you're looking at. Like, what are you looking at? And Akila's like, you cannot touch him. He is mine. And it's really yeah. intense. Right? And, um, Jeez, and what do we yeah. see, Alyssa? What do we see when, uh, we... when, when Ty, uh, <laughs> turns? <laughs> yeah. Ty's see? like being very like, like Ty's like, oh, okay. Like I'll step back a bit. Because mm-hmm. she, like, obviously gets this reaction from Akila. Because, yeah, Akila's like, it's mine! <laughs> it's, it's really intense. It just, just reminds <laughs> me of, like, the moment from, like, one of those Disney movies where, like, it's, like, from Tangled or something where the, like, loving mum turns around and immediately becomes that horrible, like, woman that she is. Yeah. yeah. Um, the pretend loving mum, I should say. Yeah, like, yeah. there's just that, that, re- that intense reaction. But, yeah, then we see this crispy dead mouse when... Um, mm-hmm. When Ty like looks a little closer, and Ty's like, "That mouth, that thing is dead." Like, yeah. And like, yeah. to be honest, it makes sense. Like, I'm kind of like annoyed at myself that I didn't think the mouse could be dead because, like, yeah, it like she has this mouse like in her Ugh. pocket for like a few days or whatever, and yeah, that was so. That's even that really adds even another layer of grossness when you think about oh. the how the fact that in the last episode, well, the episode before last she was delivering the baby and like presumably the mouse was already dead and like yeah Akila like puts her hand and like touches a mousy corpse and then like puts her hand straight to deliver the child (laughs) oh my gosh oh man 
would have I say, mercy. Though, like, shout out to you know the whole acting in this scene as well because the way Ty yeah. said you know that thing is dead Akila, and then Akila's like Akila, like that actor like oh my god yeah. amazing just the way she like was like Ty, I swear to God. Like, and I was like, yeah. oh shit. Like, you could tell she yeah. was fucking horrified. And yeah. I was fucking horrified. I, I was like, oh my God. It's a crispy, crispy mouse. It was so crispy. It was, like, I, yeah. it actually made me, like, feel sick when I saw that crispy mouse. Um, oh. Yeah, so, like, we obviously, like, are seeing, like, a lot more. And I think, like, I noticed a lot. And we have seen it in previous episodes as well. But obviously, like, the framing, like, on some scenes is very, like, hazy. Like, you see this blurred mm-hmm. kind of background. And, like, so, my, I mean, my theory is that when they have the blurred background, there's, like, it's a kind of altered state, static state maybe, or, like, a state mm-hmm. where someone's, like, potentially close to death or, like... And, and they are, like, they're... You know, I don't think we've seen them eat anything now, really, since... Oh, I want to say since Snacky, since snacky? really. Yeah. 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 And I don't know how much time has passed. But well, oh, the birds. Well, the birds happened, birds. the dead birds, yeah. Oh, the dead, they had the dead down. birds, yeah. But, like, that birds. wouldn't have really been that much nourishment, so. No. Yeah, yeah and then. A little bit. Yeah, so there's, yeah, there's there's some, um, there's hallucinations, um, yeah, that are happening here. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. So we jump it's into the opening credits, and yeah. uh, I loved. I fucking loved after the opening credits. The first thing Ty says is, "That song is going to be stuck in my head for a while." Stop, Francis. I literally wrote that down as well. <laughs> I wrote down. Like, I was like, I wrote that quote. same. I was like, same. same. I thought that was funny, especially because, like, you know that. I mean, like in a chronological like story order, like she is mm-hmm. talking about. Um, lightning crashes that was in the last mm-hmm. episode which was also which i also thought was quite like a good like sort of nod to the story because like you know like obviously we saw that was the song that misty was humming in the previous episode that made shauna lash out at her mm-hmm. and so again it's that type of like oh like this song meant something like um i guess haunting and eerie and um ominous in the in that episode and then in the last episode when the adults are dancing around the fire, it's fun and cheery. Mm-hmm. And, and so, yeah, I thought, but I did think it was funny that that quote was included like straight after the, um, after yeah. the theme. And the theme was, I think it was back to normal, which was, it was also normal. interesting. Yeah. yeah. It was back I, to normal. Um, and I have a theory on why that was, I'm sure you do as well, but yeah, we can talk about that. At the I end. don't, but oh, we can, okay. we can uh, re- re- discover what, what okay. that is. Um, discover but yeah I constantly sing no return like it's like it's it's becoming a problem um yeah oh very nice Alyssa 10 out of 10 um so 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 Shauna comes back into the room and reveals that Jeff has just told her that the body had was found and Ty Misty and Nat acting very uh well unconvincing uh strange you know yes yeah a little bit like they might have a secret yeah so you know it's a little bit of like weird back and forth and then they step outside and misty is whispering to nat and she's like are you sure that you measured the grave to a standard six feet (laughs) and that's like well i didn't have a fucking tape measure yeah exactly (laughs) and misty's like i should have done it myself but i'm like i was like you should have busy that was your that yeah 
Like, that is your wheelhouse, please. You yes, can please. dig the grave to the standard six feet. Oh, my gosh. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. And Ty is not telling Van the truth, and Van knows it, you know. So she runs up. Yeah. And I fucking love this scene, Alyssa, when I she pulls it. the keys from Shauna's head, and Shauna's <laughs> like, ah! And then, like, Van throws the keys away, and Melanie's like, Van, are you insane? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, they've just got, like, she looks like she throws them over a fence or something. Like, I know. Like, finding those bloody keys. I know. Oh, but it was just, it was so funny to me. I thought it was hilarious. Um, Yeah, so then Lottie encourages them all to go somewhere private into the sharing shack. Um, And yeah, so, you know, obviously Van is going to know when Ty's lying. Ty Ty is not a very good liar. I was like, damn, girl, like I would have picked that up. I haven't known you my whole fucking life and I would have picked that up. But you would assume that she would be. Like, she is like a political like you know well politician to the like right. you know those those people she's built on lives <laughs> yeah literally yeah. um but yeah i just wanted to like i made us really there's a really nice moment here that i just wanted to like it doesn't have any greater relevance to the story but like when um the shot seamlessly switches from um adult van walking to straight van. to teen van and it yeah. like and teen van is also walking and i was like that was that was really like satisfying that was a great watch that. i i was i thought that was fantastic i actually rewound that to look at that scene again yeah. i thought it was really well done yeah, so, so well good, done yeah. uh for that that was fantastic yeah. um definitely okay so we're gonna jump to something else right now just so we can cover it because it's our least yeah. favorite storyline which is the detective <laughs> storyline the cop storyline yeah. the murder uh yeah. body has been found storyline and can I just start yes. off by like really just saying this? I fucking hate Pistachio Mustachio. He's so annoying. I'm oh like, my gosh. man, please. Yeah. He smirks in this episode. It makes me want to like. I was like, oh, <laughs> stop. I have to say, like in my rewatch, I skipped this whole scene because I was just <laughs> like, uh, I can't this. watch it again. But yeah, like yeah, the general gist of it is that um, obviously they found the body, and then Shauna has has confessed that her and Adam had an affair and of course that makes her the number one suspect yeah um so they've got a search warrant I was glad that they had a search warrant because like I was just like the amount of shoddy policing in this show I was literally waiting for them to rock up and be like we don't have a search warrant and then like but let us in yeah yeah they find something and then like it's just not admissible but yeah they had a search warrant thank god well just was going to say, Jeff is talking without a lawyer. And I don't really understand. I mean, it's, it's yeah. very Jeff to talk without a lawyer for it so is. long. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay. He overshares about things and then decides he needs a lawyer. Um, but before that happens, he's shown the cut up, dismembered body of Adam. Oh, Cheese grater. Took off the tattoo, apparently, which is great. Nice to know. Um, yeah. Cheese grater. Uh, I, I could I could oh, imagine that happening like a like, like a pecorino rind. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. that's what um Shauna says later. Yeah, we so, can talk about yeah. that. In a minute. <laughs> I was like, God damn. <laughs> that's like I'm but, I'm yeah. someone like I don't like gore. Like I I covered my eyes in that scene because I don't like to have that in my head of what someone's limbs like look like cut up. But yeah, yeah it was um, pretty gross. Jeff. Jeff was funny in the scene. Jeff was like, he just couldn't take it. He was like, Bleh, yuck. Um, yeah. Yeah, so um, I think, and in this scene, like, yeah, like, um, it kind of makes sense why. Because in the last episode, I was like, how could everything have happened in a week? Like, that's a lot to, because Nat says it's been a week since she committed suicide, oh, sorry, <laughs> tried to commit suicide. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a week since she was kidnapped. And so I think I was sitting there going, what? Like, surely. But then yeah. obviously, like, they, you know, they needed to find that body before it started, like, heavily decomposing. It's already started some level of decomposing. So, yeah, that all uh, makes sense, I guess. Um, well, I'm not, like, a for- forensic, like, scientist or anything, so I don't know if it does make sense. But anyway, um, that's yeah, what the show's I think- given us. I think, like, also, like, Jeff, I mean, I have no doubt in my mind that Jeff is a ride or die. Like, I am, like, convinced he would die before he'd ever betray Shauna, you know, so not surprised yeah. at all that he is, of course he's not going to talk. He's not going to say fucking anything, and he won't, he don't, he, I don't, I don't think it's possible to get a word out of Jeff before death happens to him, and even then, if he was on his deathbed, he wouldn't say a damn thing. Um, anyway... So he then he then has a nightmare where Shauna shows yeah. up and they start kissing and then Shauna slices Jeff's side and we see that oh she has mechanical God. blades. Yeah. <laughs> and Jeff I is like, "What scene. happened to your hands?" And Shauna yeah. is like, "Don't pretend like you don't like it." Yeah. <laughs> so intense. Shauna Shauna scissor hands is what I wrote down in my. Oh like, my um, God! Totally. Yeah. It was it was actually quite funny, especially because Melanie Linsky. I just think she's such a like she yeah she is really fucking funny. Like the way that she delivers lines, they can be intimidating, they can be like you know emotional, yeah, they can great. be like hilarious. This woman amazing can Love do her. it all. She can do it all. Yeah, I um I really like that scene, and like when it first started opening, like I yeah I was definitely like oh this feels a bit weird. Like I was a bit mm-hmm. like oh, and the music like, gave it away. Yeah, and I, I, but I was like, oh, um, yeah, it feels a lot like a trap. And mm-hmm. so for some reason I thought that, like, she'd had a conversation and, like, they were going to frame Jeff for the the uh, Adam's murder um, mm-hmm. and the body being found. And then obviously it was just a dream anyway. But, like, funnily enough, like, when we talk about the next Jeff scene after that, like, the the start of the dream where he walks past the family portrait it starts out pretty much the exact same way as when he goes to mm-hmm. um, talk to Kelly later on in the episode. So, cool yeah, stuff. But before we talk about Kelly, we have to talk yes. about how Shauna tells him that he may end up like Adam did. No head, no hands, skin grated off like a rhino. Like a rhino, yeah. <laughs> and then she slits his throat and blood splatters oh across the family photo. And then he wakes up, obviously, and that's when he goes down to have a conversation with Kelly. And the conversation yeah. with Kelly was really nice. I, I really yeah. liked this scene. Um, you know, she shares that she's afraid to become like Shauna and he spends, you know, the time explaining why Shauna has become this way. <laughs> and yeah. I, I really thought that that was great because... It shows a lot of empathy and compassion and love for his wife, you know, which was lovely to see. And I think in the show, you know, you you don't know who has what motive and who feels what way about anybody. But if there's one thing that you can't deny, it's that Jeff just like he he sees the best in Shauna, you know, Um, and he he and he very clearly says that like it's his it's it's her burden to bear, but also it's their burden to bear. Um, Mm -hmm. But I do. Yeah, so just, like, a couple of... I'm sure you've got more to say about this, but, like, I really liked... Because I was, you know, we don't actually see any reference to the baby up until now from Jeff. So I actually didn't know if he knew. And mm. I'm really glad that he did know because that is, yeah, like, too. that would just be a lot for one person to just keep um, to herself. And, you know, he says our baby, like, you know, a baby boy. And Kelly's obviously... Um, you know, very 
moved and um, saddened by that. And I also, I really liked that Callie didn't question what happened to the baby because I think anyone knowing what her mother went through, knowing what the Yellow Jackets team went through like that that Mm. baby couldn't survive like there was no need to have a conversation about what happened to the baby because yeah it would be impossible to raise a child in those kind of circumstances so yeah yeah, that was a really nice scene i'm really glad that was in there i kind of felt like uh, i don't know if you felt the same but up till a certain point and obviously the point being towards the end of the episode i feel like a lot of this episode is like about sharing and about Mm -hmm. like talking about what's been repressed and what's been buried deep and like bringing it out into the open so to speak um so yeah 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 and i think you know leading on from last week where they're talking so much about repression it makes sense that this is the sharing episode um and you know they're in the sharing shack and they're you know i mean not as much happening in the wilderness when it comes to that but like at least from the present timeline that is the case um yeah, no, I just think it was nice to see Jeff, like, in this scene and having this conversation and just kind of... I just feel like in a in an episode that felt very fast-paced and a lot going on and a lot of, like, weird shit going on, it was nice to just have, like, a grounded conversation happening there. And, um... Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, anything else to say about this scene before we move on to the next? No, nothing else I need to say. All right, so let's move on to the sharing shack. Uh, So present timeline. Sharing shack. The sharing shack. Uh, So the women are frustrated that Shauna informed Jeff that what had happened. um, And Shauna explains that she was feeling crazy and needed Jeff on her side. And Ty aptly says, we all need things we can't have, which causes Van to look at her. And I'm like, oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yep. definitely. Okay, and okay. I think it I think it's Nat who makes a comment. Or it's one of them who makes a comment being like, Oh yeah, like how are you sure together? Shauna did. Yeah. yeah. What 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 is this then? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so Shauna asks how Ty and Van found each other and Ty is like yabbering on that it was easy and Misty chimes in with, Yeah, I've had Van's address for years. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you should have used you should have asked me instead of outsourcing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, Misty was yeah, great in the scene. Like she was, I just, she I was. just really enjoyed her. And like, it, like, man, like everyone's like acting like Misty's this big bad, but she is literally the only one who is smart on this bloody show. Like all of the stuff that these <laughs> agreed, all of the stuff that these like these adults get up to, and she's the only one who tidies up their messes. Thank you. I know she does. She does. And she... yes. <laughs> Yes, we have to rely on Misty to do that. She is, yeah. exactly. Um, so, yeah, Misty tells the group that Ty hired uh, Jessica Roberts to look into yes. them and try to get them to talk, and the whole thing just becomes a bit of a reveal your secret situation. Yeah. Um, but it is funny because they're like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And then Misty's like, don't worry, I took care of it. <laughs> like, You're welcome. Like, And I'm like, exactly, exactly. You're welcome. Exactly. You're welcome. Oh, God, honestly. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I like this scene because, like, you know, there's a lot of those, like, kind of moments in TV where it's, like, you're just sometimes watching it and you're, like, so much of this could just be solved with a conversation. Yeah. And, like, there's been so many loose threads that, like, I, yeah, because when, I think there was a promo picture that was released and when, like, we sent it in our little friendship group, 
And when we were talking about the promo picture of a girl sitting around in the sharing sack, uh, sharing shack. God, the sharing sack. Yeah. <laughs> Tongue twister, gee. Try saying that. Sharing sack is a little bit, it's a little bit hello. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. How, how's, how's it going? A little um, bit, how's it going? Yeah. Yeah, so the sharing shack. Um, mm-hmm. When that promo picture came out and they're all sitting around in the circle, like we were all theorizing on what they could possibly, because like Ty has like a hand over her face and like, mm-hmm. oh no, Ty has, Ty's like looking down. She's like, oh my gosh. And like someone else has their hand over their, their face and their mouth. And um, and yeah, my theory with that was of that photo was that um, they were telling that Adam, like that was from Adam. But actually it was when Missy revealed that she had, Killed Jessica Roberts because yeah, she taken took care of it. Care of it. Like and she that's what does. she did. She is our closer. You're welcome. She is a fixer upper. She sorts shit out. Yeah. Uh, she you're has welcome. a special set of skills. Yeah. You're so welcome. um Yeah, and I really liked that yeah, a lot of this um yeah, these loose threads were talked about in this episode, like Jeff and the glitter, like that connection and Mm. Shauna talking to the police. I'm sure you're going to talk about it more, so please go into it. But yeah, and and the FBI, Randy, the Adam Martin link, like everything was kind of um, brought up. There was nothing that was really left like that needed to be talked about, which I appreciated. So yeah, yeah, I think, and for me, like just quickly, I'm going to go on a. I'll just talk about this scene real quick, just in terms of how yeah. I vibed with it. I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was amazing. I thought mm-hmm. it was okay. I thought it was mm-hmm. convenient for the plot. I thought that they had to talk about everything, so they did. I don't know that I felt. I think I told you last week how I felt like in the episode. I was kind of like it was like they all came together. I was so excited about them being together, and it felt a little bit like lackluster like I was kind of like mm. I really enjoyed it and I, I love like the dancing scene yeah. but I want more and then I was like okay it's all good we're gonna get it in episode eight and then like I don't really feel like we got yeah like what I wanted again so I'm just kind of like in a place where I'm like you know I'm taking it like I'm, I'm okay with it but I wish yeah. it was more exciting to have it's, this this you know yeah it's one of those things like we've talked about in uh, previous shows that we've covered where like sometimes it doesn't really look like the dialogue breathe like you don't see mm. enough of like you you know we saw like a, 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 a few like cool moments of like nat reacting to certain things and characters reacting to certain things that had been said but it's not it's like it's all very quick like it's all yeah. very like tight and it's just mm-hmm. i think sometimes there is benefit in just letting you know the scene run out and giving it like a bit longer for things to breathe but yeah i agree i mean especially because like the conversation is, I guess, formulated to directly lead into what Lottie does next, which, mm-hmm. like, I am not, like, I mean, yeah, I think, like, a couple of scenes in this episode, I said to you last night, needed to be built up a bit more mm-hmm. because they were just too quick changing from yes. A to B for me, and this was one yes. of them. Like, yeah. I think it going into what Lottie suggests, um, I get it like mm-hmm. in in a formula way but mm-hmm. it it wasn't enough for me yeah no no neither neither and i've got a whole rant about this a bit later okay <laughs> how this episode was done in for that very point right i don't yeah. want to put it here because i feel like it really relates to like also what happened in the wilderness so yeah, yeah, we'll talk yeah. about it then but yeah so anyway the conversation continues and misty reveals yeah. that she and her boyfriend walter by the way she yeah. used the word boyfriend so r.i.p walter like it's over yeah. he, anyone who comes close to misty ends up 
and ends up with a title like bestie is toast okay so true good toast. point yeah he bestie is, and boyfriend. He, is going, yep. he is going to die um and obviously, I don't know if you've seen the the uh, preview for next week. Um, Walter yeah. is hanging out with Jeff. He um, is. So I do have the vibe that he is going to be trying to help Misty rather than not helping her. However, I don't quite buy that he's going to get out of the episode alive. Um, yeah, I just think something's going to go wrong. Yeah. We uh, also, like, obviously, <laughs> like, we'll come back to the conversation because we're not finished talking about it. But obviously, like... I can't remember exactly where we see it, but we have a couple of like small scenes of Walter, like in his giant, like gorgeous, mm. like lakeside house, and he's like, um, yeah, he's also finding out the news of Adam, um, Adam's body being found, and connecting those dots there. And yeah, he sends an email to the police department saying, "I've got some information that you might be interested in." So yeah. Yeah, interesting to see how he ends up at the compound and mm. um, what he's going to tell the police. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's Look, with Walter, it's an interesting one because, like, I mean, I've said this before. I don't mind him as a character. I just don't know what, like, the misty correlation to me is just I, I, I'm not vibing with it. And, and even beyond not vibing with it, it's just I can't believe that he's going to end up in season three. I just mm. I don't know how that's gonna work because yeah everything he, he points seems, yeah yeah everything points to him whether it's him sacrificing himself somehow or like him needing to be sacrificed because it's between one person or another and Misty has to decide like it's it's really it, it's just hard to know his place and what he's doing especially mm. because the whole detective storyline thing is so like it feels so separated from the rest of what's going on like you've got this yeah. like really intense like cannibalism like you know drink yeah. this potion shit not potion but tea or whatever and then yeah. you've got then you've got a detective murder like i don't know anyway anyway i don't know like i i kind of think that like i get the opinion that walter as a character they've really built him up as being like sort of like on the same level as misty or like you know, like, a counterpart to Misty, not in a romantic sense, I don't think necessarily, but just in a, like, you know, he's obviously got some weird connections, he's got a lot of money, he's got a lot yeah, of, like, money. It's a big you know, thing. he's also, like, a citizen detective type character who really, like, you know, has some keen interest in, you know, investigating shit. And money, so, money's a big one because that, the fact that he has money felt very, like, important to add because it, that is so important when it comes to like you know uh yeah like potentially like finding ways out, of, out of things you know yeah and and, and the, for the plot so i'm yeah. just interested to see how that fits yeah in. yeah but, um yeah, yeah so so anyway we move on to nat you know after sean is like kind of going over everything and saying how she's not sure what's happening to her and yeah. how you know her daughter's now an accomplice and there's all this stuff going on and she's just like what am i yeah. doing like you know and Everyone's then uh, reacting to this news. Yeah, yeah. But then Nat comes around the corner and says they should all fucking talk about their secrets. And Lottie eventually says, "That's not going to solve shit. Like this is not something therapies can fix." And she's like, a "Full, just like this is it. It's goodbye, Wellness Center. This is now. This is now Lottie's cult. I mean, it always was, but this is now like take off, yeah. take off the the the, the veil, the facade. Yeah. This is Lottie's yeah. cult." Um, 
And she's going on and she's like, something guided you all here. Sorry, did you want to say something before I go no, into No, no, I was just going to say, you, you say what you want to say about this because I've got, like, I just want to say something about that. Okay, all right. So, so she's going on and this is not something therapies can fix. Something guided you all here and it wasn't guilt and it wasn't some psychological need. It was something greater and it has yep. been guiding me as well. First, yep. I tried to ignore it. I tried to bargain with it. I tried to will it away, but it's too powerful. And now we have to give it what it wants. And the way Simone delivers that final line is so mm. drenched in pain. Like yep. the whole paragraph, she almost sounds like she's convinced of what she's saying. But the final line, it's like the heart of Lottie, like that part of her that's trying to resist, is pushing through just for that one sentence and realizing yep. that reality is over. And like her old reality is becoming true again. Like that's yep. what it feel, felt like to me, that whole paragraph. So, yeah. So, um. If you want to add anything about that specific thing of what she said before the tea comes in, is there anything that you wanted to say? Yeah. Um, Well, I just wanted to say, like, when I watched this, like, I was kind of on board, but I think, like, I was a bit like, this is like, it's, again, it was a bit too quick to get from A to B to me, like, Mm because, you know, we'd seen, like, like Lottie kind of being horrified in the last episode and having, like, she'd realised that, you know, she'd had that conversation or whatever it was with the uh, antler queen and, you know, that, um, that, that iconic, uh, quote or whatever that the antler queen says, which is like, you know, can it be a hunt without violence or whatever it was? Um, and so, yeah, like, I think for me, like, I don't know, I just, Lottie kind of descends to something very quickly that I was just like, I think I needed a bit more time to get there. Yes. Um, but yeah, that was really all, all I was going to say. The other thing I was going to say is that, yeah, like, I, you know, she kind of said, I tried to ignore it, I bargained with it, and I tried to will it away. It's very similar to what they did in the wilderness as well. Like, yeah. um, you know, it, it is becomes a greater presence and it's the same sort of mirroring like there's quite a lot of like in this episode there's a lot of mirroring between the timelines of things happening and um yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and i was just gonna say real quick just on that because you just brought up the wilderness i was listening to a um interview on the buzz on yellow jackets from tv insider with liv hewson about episode eight And Liv said about the wilderness, you can try to leave, you can try to reason with it, you can try to work your way around it, but you will fail. This place has power over all of us and it's part of us and we're part of it and that's how we survive, right? So there is like that that idea that, you know, kind of reverberates throughout the whole thing that they are they will fail if they try to fight whatever this is so yeah in yeah. some way as much as it's quick and i, I agree and i've got like i said i got a full rant about this later <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, as, and i'm sure you do too but as as much as it's quick um with the adults i think i give them more leeway than what happened with the wilderness uh girls because they've already gone through this they've already had yeah. this process so yeah. to them it can be more of a quick switch yeah whereas yeah. the kids that to me well not the kids the, the teenagers to me that was so much more uh descending into but we'll, we'll go into that later but can i, I agree with quickly, you yeah like when you're in your 30s i feel like i i refer to anyone who's like literally under the age of like 29 years old as kids. kids i'm like yeah, the kids yeah <laughs> yeah the kids the kids yes. the kids the children um yeah, yeah. i agree and i think yeah. I, the other thing i was just gonna say with that 
I think like it made more sense when I watched the end of the episode and I and mm. I rewatched it. That conversation I was a bit more like, okay, I can see how she gets to this point, like based yeah. on what we've we, what still, is still think, to come. Yeah. Yeah, I still think you're right though. And I think this is a problem throughout the whole episode with mm. the writers being two steps ahead and us being one step behind. Like yeah. I think that that as an audience we were they were trying to take us somewhere and we weren't there with them yet. Like that's, yep. that's just how I feel. But anyway, we'll yep. talk about more about that later. But mm-hmm. uh, so Lotta, Lottie, work, bleh, Lottie walks over to a tray of tea and says the only way to get themselves out of this is to give themselves fully to it. And Lottie reveals that one of the drinks has phenobarbital solution. And Misty points yep. out that's the exact same thing the Heaven's Gate people use. And by the way, okay, yeah. I watched, I watched literally last month, like last month, a brilliant documentary on HBO about Heaven's Gate. It's called Heaven's Gate, the Cult of Cults, right? And yeah, I would say Lottie is in full-blown, like, she's exhibiting full-blown cult behaviour in this scene. But anyway, she is. That, yeah, she is. that um, documentary is great. I would recommend. Okay, um, cool. Yeah. But yes, it's but it's intense. But anyway, um, yeah, it's it's just that oh, I thought that was so funny. I'm like, you are and, literally and I think putting the same short... thing that Heaven's Gate had in their drinks. I'm like, oh, yeah, God, and obviously, like, <sighs> Ben had made a comment about the white converse as well in a couple of episodes right and that was part of the, oh yeah right? no they were the black nikes oh black <laughs> nikes white converse <laughs> i just got <laughs> wrong color and wrong brand what so, was so funny it's like literally think, right? the exact opposite <laughs> yeah <laughs> black nike <laughs> I, love it. I think it's because, like, oh, we saw the bottom of other shoes this episode, which I think were Converse, and they were, unfortunately, poor, poor Harvey's shoes. Anyway. Yes. Um, yeah, can I just make a mention real quick? Uh, I loved, though, when they were like, oh, my God, like, what are you doing, Lottie? This is, like, Heaven's Gate. This is, like, what are you And she t- I had to laugh when Lottie turns around and just checks everyone. She's like, Ty, you pushed away your whole family. Oh, my you killed your dog God. and almost killed your wife. Shauna, at this rate, you will lose your family or worse. Misty, you did actually kill someone. And she is just yeah. checking them all. She's like, you think I'm crazy? Look at what you've done. Look at what you've done. Look at what yeah. you've done. Look at what you've done. But then she turns to Van and she and I was like, oh, maybe like Lottie's going to know that Van's she like, has got cancer. cancer or something. But yeah. that literally all she says is like, Oh, Ben, you used, used to, be to so have cool a light. Them. Yeah, you used to have a light about you. And now, like, something's just broken. It's like, I was like, that is not on the same level as, well, like, the other girls. Like, calm down. Fucking hell. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. It was just, anyway. it, was, it was so funny to me because it I was, was like, funny. She's, yeah. it's just hilarious because she's so put to, like, she's so, like, like I said, performative, put together the whole season. Yeah. And then it's like, they make this comment about her doing something nuts. She's like, you know fucking what? <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I really liked it. Anyway, so yeah. um, it was funny, though, when she did say that about Misty. Misty fights back. And the only one that fights back. And she's like, and it made sense. It was practical for the good of the group. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, this is what, and it, this is the point. She's not wrong. I'm sorry, but she's not she wrong. She is not wrong. She yes. does it for the good of the group. And she makes yes. things work. She fixes it. She sorts she it does. out. Absolutely. I will, and she I will does. die on this hill. Anyway, um. The she cuts are really um, coming out today. My God. Yeah, Misty. Misty gets a gold star from the Pod. Um, I agree. And yeah, the whole time, yeah, I was sitting there going, "Man, like the shit that you guys would be in if you didn't mm-hmm. have a Misty, like you know." Oh my God! And they'd all be in jail. Like they would all. They be... would be. 
I Baby. and like oh, my god. Yeah. Earlier in this conversation I laughed because um she called Adam an adorable grifter, like when she was <laughs> referring to like her and uh, Shorter and Adam's relationships. Adorable grifter. Anyways, yes. I thought it was very funny. Yeah, um okay, so with this scene, what did you think of it? Do you wanna talk about like I so I I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So, I, I just wanted to say real quick that she does call out the episode title here when she said, we don't get to decide, it chooses. And I knew that yes. word was probably going to come up at some point with being it chooses, but here's the deal. How do I feel about the whole scene? Like I said, didn't really land for me. Conversation. I, I feel like the conversation, weirdly, as much as I feel like it's always brilliantly acted, right? I feel like they always are like they always bring it Melanie Linsky always brings it Lauren Ambrose brings it they all bring it I felt like it like maybe it was a writing thing maybe it was the pace and like it being quick and not enough time to breathe but I felt like I was a little bit um like I said just behind like I was a bit like I'm I'm watching what's happening I'm seeing what's happening but I'm not like I'm not quite feeling it like I'm not quite um I'm not quite there. Like I, there's I, not been enough time for like. I yeah, need more like, time. Our yeah, brain to catch up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did appreciate in that scene though that you know, like, because I was sitting there when like Lordy pours the solution or the drinks or whatever. I was like, mm. how has she managed to poison one when they're all from the same jug? Unless she's like just put it into one. I don't know. We didn't see her do that. And then mm. Misty was like, obviously it's convenient that you know, like mm-hmm. which cup is anyway yeah i just i think i just felt it makes more sense when you watch the whole episode as a whole but when i was watching this scene i was a bit like uh this is yeah um yeah the 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 fastness on on where lottie kind of descends but you know i guess like we talked about in the last episode last pod episode and in the last episode of the show like lottie is unraveling and she's unraveling Mm -hmm. quickly Mm -hmm. and yeah but i don't know i just feel like i don't know enough about what happened in the wilderness to fully believe it just yet like obviously we know that we know that like in this episode there is like a sense of it chooses um Mm -hmm. and they like obviously talk about this but obviously they draw the cards and then that picks the person who's going to die but then someone else died and it like from that like it wasn't the person who drew the card who died so i was a bit confused why lottie chose this way when that's not what happened in the past that we saw in this episode if that Mm. makes sense like lottie paused the drinks for everyone to like someone to die but in the wilderness they did the same thing but someone unrelated who didn't pull the card died i don't know and i was just a bit like but I mean, it could be something to do with, like, yeah, repressed memories or, like, confused memories or memories that are out of place. Um, yeah. Yeah, I and think... And maybe, maybe something's going to happen that does connect that same theme that we see in the past where someone else dies. Like, someone pulls the drink, but someone else dies. That could mm. definitely happen. I think that's probably what's going to happen, but yeah. If we are getting to the point, and, like, if you've seen next week's preview where they're going to be they're all got the masks on and whatever Mm. and they're like you know moving towards a sacrifice and like I think you're right I think when you made mention last week that you think that Nat may die I think I kind of understand why that might be the case now just because they did show 
younger Nat, you know, obviously being the first one to pull the queen card and perhaps like she does die and like I do wonder where her storyline goes from here. And sometimes when you look at someone's storyline, you kind of ask yourself, where do they go? And out of all of them, I look at Misty, she's got somewhere to go. I look at Ty, she's got somewhere to go. I look at uh, Lottie, she's got somewhere to go. And I look at Nat and I go, okay, she she went through all of this. She, uh, you know, in the first season, she went through all that shit. Then she tried to kill herself. She ends up in Lottie's uh, compound. And then she kind of goes on this, like, wellness thing and makes a good relationship with Lisa and, like, cry- like it's kind of like good mental health conversation does it feel like a fitting ending for her character? Maybe, you know, yeah, like I'm like, I could kind yeah. of believe it. Anyway, yeah. my thoughts are a bit muddled about this scene because I don't quite feel like I figured out like what. I feel like we perhaps don't have the final piece of information yet, which yeah. I think will come in the next episode. We can talk about episode, it more. Yeah. Next episode, I think we'll have more to work with when it comes to like that specific scene to see who they are actually going to sacrifice and why yeah. and the reasoning and how it happens and why it happens yeah. and how individual characters respond. Because yeah. if you look at Van now, for example, she is so like, not like I'm not about this. Nope. Like it's not me. But if you look at her as a, yeah she's all in man she's all in so like there was a huge amount of time between those two and just quickly on your point about lottie i'm rambling a bit here but quickly on your point about lottie with like how you said that you feel like you haven't had the time with her to be able to as much as she's unraveling quickly we haven't had enough evidence of her doing that in the past anything that we've seen to make sense of us accepting that she's unraveling so quickly because yeah. she wasn't unraveling in in the wilderness like she's just yeah. moving at this slow pace like this very yeah. you know um and we know that she went to uh, a mental institution and we know yes. that you know they said that she was um incoherent we know that all these things happened but we haven't seen it like we haven't actually no. sat with yeah. it. yeah you know? so i mean all we've really me. seen because like i kind of I kind of wrote down, like, all we've really seen is, like, we've seen Lottie, like, having the hallucination of the blood on her hands mm. and the the Queen Bee conversation that she has, like, a couple of episodes ago. We've seen, like, what she saw when she, um, when she was finding Travis and finding mm-hmm. Travis uh, within that whole situation when he committed suicide or slipped or whatever it was um, that happened there. Um... And we, and and the Antler Queen conversation, like we, we, and like, you know, we've definitely seen some conversations with her therapist as well that show she is unraveling. But mm. I think for me, yeah, the jump from Lottie's unraveling to now Lottie suggests let's, someone has to die. Yeah. Like I was a bit like, I mean, mm. yeah, you, she has a feeling, you can definitely see there's a sense of darkness that's happening in this current adult timeline, but yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. Agree. I, I, yeah. I. Yeah. I see what you're saying, and I'm. I'm there yeah. with you. Um. Yes. So let's just hop over the '90s timeline real quick. Unless yeah. You've got let's anything do else it. The adults. Okay. Yeah. So young Ty is seeing a second version of herself <gasps> again, which I'm assuming is happening because a lot is out of commission, right? So like, <laughs> she, out of commission. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming. Well, that's I right because I, I'm yeah. trying to make sense here of why Ty was so 
gung ho about someone else needs to die but not Lottie because like I, that okay. I struggled with that because I'm like Ty doesn't seem like that type but I'm trying to make sense of it piece together like you know why she yeah. probably got from A to B so in my yeah. mind I'm thinking she's seeing a version of her second self and she's yeah. going oh my god Lottie needs to be here because I otherwise I'm fucked like that's the way that I perceive that what do you think about yeah. her seeing another yeah herself? um well, I mean, like, in that scene, which I absolutely loved, I just love all of the, like, mirror selves type things and how there's, mm-hmm. you know, Ty's looking at a reflection, but she sees, um, you know, like, a, a, an evil smile on her other self. Oh, she yeah. Turns around and did that creep you out? Well. I was like, a listener. It did. It creeped me out, but I fucking loved it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love this whole thing, even though, like, yeah, it is a bit crazy. Well, not crazy. Um, but, yeah, I think... Like it's this scene also had the like kind of hazy, mm-hmm. the kind of hazy, um, a blurred imagery, blurred yeah. background, and so, mm-hmm. and it but she didn't have a blurred background when she was talking to Van, and mm. so I was just wondering if this is again like tired, just being very vulnerable, and like yeah, definitely could have something to do with Lottie, um, being unconscious or whatever. She was kind of in and out of consciousness this episode, um, definitely I hadn't made that connection. Yeah, my theory is that like the bad tie or the other tie comes out when like she can't be suppressed anymore and that's when mm. yeah like tires now in a state of they're all in a state of starvation obviously starvation means like you are not doing anything but thinking about food and you know you're very like listless and you're um you know you're not sleeping like you're quick to anger like you're quick to yeah. um you know, you like your emotions are really crazy because you need that. You know, that need is not being met. Obviously, we need food, and it's been we don't even know how long it's been for them without food. So yeah, my theory was that the bad tie is coming out because Ty is vulnerable and Ty mm. just doesn't have the resources to, like, like she can't rely on med- none of them can rely on meditation anymore. They need food. Um, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, that was that was what I thought, but definitely could be related to Lottie. Um, and yeah, there's um. There's also a conversation between Nat and Coach Ben mm-hmm. where Nat says something to the effect of, like, oh, maybe it won't be that bad if Lottie dies, dies because everyone's under this weird control and, like, mm-hmm. you know, this is not a good thing. They're really the only two characters who are like, this is fucked up, like, mm-hmm. and this is kind of going to go badly. Um, yeah, for sure. And, yeah. and Ty is now no longer in that camp where she was before. Um, yeah, I, I also do wonder, though, because interestingly enough, like I remember uh, Jasmine Savoy Brown did a interview where she did speak about Ty post seeing what happened to Shauna's baby. And she made a comment about how that would encourage Ty to believe less. So I'm a bit confused at the moment where she's actually at. Because she could be yeah. responding to this way just out of the hunger, not out of any belief. Well, I guess we'll yeah. have to see. It's hard to know. Um, yeah. But anyway, Van shows Mari that she's found Jackie's belt, which is leather and could be proteins. They're making delicious belt soup. A soup <laughs> delicious enough for any soup. young lass. Yum, yum. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's uh, it looks it's great. It's dire. Um, it, like, the and- suit, yeah, it was, like, a bit of water and, like, the belt and, like, a bit of grass or something. Like, yeah, can you imagine, oh, like, being that no, desperate that you were eating imagine. a belt? Off yeah, the but, like, someone, again, on Reddit, thank you to all of this, this amazing Reddit community, like, mm-hmm. someone pointed out that, like, leather is, like, 
the way it's treated, it's full of chemicals and it's, yeah. you know, like it would have like the, the act of like steaming or boiling releases like same way it releases nutrients in our food. Yeah. Like it releases that those chemicals. So they just would have been ingesting these like more chemicals, fucking <laughs> terrible chemicals. Like no, and no wonder they kind of went a bit batshit insane. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, that, yeah. that was, that was very bleak. Like, yeah. yeah. So going um, after like Nat's conversation with coach Ben that you brought up just before, you know, she even yeah. brings up, even Harvey's gone to the dark side. I saw him bowing at some tree symbol the other day. Yeah. So let's just quickly talk about coach Ben we'll talk about this and quickly. what he finds. Yeah. 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 So Ben seems interested by this and follows the lead and looks into Harvey's drawings while he's asleep and he investigates and is quite alarmed by the tree drawing and decides to follow it and find it. And when he does, he discovers a cave underground with small animal yeah, bones and a fire pit. So what do you yeah. think this is? Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. What do you think? Um, well, the first thing is, I don't know if you noticed that Javi, Yavi, Harvey, 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 Yavi, Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, my brain is like, I have not had like enough sleep over the last couple of days. Um, yeah, like, did you notice some of the other drawings that Harvey had done? They were like weird fucking thing yeah, like the first thing was like is like a parrot or something and i was like is this caligula and <laughs> then um obviously not because caligula wouldn't have existed then but yeah then um hey what are you talking these, about like, caligula transcends time space and time yeah definitely yeah. um no there's like yeah there's just some weird like imagery there like very mm. like kind of you know pictures of animals silhouetted by mountains and lots of triangles and stuff like very like the first thing I got was like Illuminati-esque but like (laughs) I don't know it's like triangles also like you know have some symbolism in religion and um you know Christianity and like all that type of stuff like Holy Spirit's Trinity and stuff I don't know I don't know if they just threw that in just to kind of be like oh let's get the the Yellow Jacket fans like you know kind of investigating this mm-hmm. but yeah so um the yeah the scene i really liked it i really liked that there was you know a moment where coach ben had some agency and mm-hmm. and it also was interesting that the second he left that's when the girls all the shit of, went down yeah shit went down but um, not just him it was also lottie both both of them out of the picture both of them out yeah like, i guess the two, the two leaders so to yeah. speak yeah yeah um yeah. and yeah, and so, yeah, Coach Ben finds the cave. Um, yeah, it's it'll be interesting because I still don't, like, if if Nat wasn't able to hunt and find food, like, I'm still confused on how Harvey would have been able to, but maybe he just found rabbits or something like that, and that's where the mm. small bones come into it. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks like a nice little nook, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I wondered if, like, because there's, like, the tree looks very um, healthy and green whether there's some type of water source like hot springs or something under there mm-hmm. and then that would provide warmth through the winter um yeah i thought it was cool and i'm glad yeah. that that has been answered yeah yeah um, no it's 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 good um although it doesn't do much for harvey but we will get to that no. um <laughs> so ty and mari here dripping um mari sees blood seeping through the cabin yeah. and tells her yeah. and that look van just is like it's just the hunger like it, it's the hunger, it's the and hunger, I can, you can Mari. tell that that Van is quite cold and snappy this episode, and like don't she blame is. her. But like, still, she is very, very 
cold and snappy. Um, yeah. So, yeah, moving on to Nat. Nat gives Harvey some gloves and Travis and Nat have a conversation about how Nat is a good person and he apologised for ever making her feel otherwise. Uh, they yeah. hold hands. Very plot convenient for what's to come, right? Because it's yeah, like absolutely. they make up in the same episode that something is going down. Which, yeah. like, question. Um, again, quick, fast. The plot point A happens in the same episode as plot point B. Yeah. I don't really know. Anyway, point that's that's a small part of it, but it's just interesting. To and I think that, and I think that's slightly annoying because, like that, this could have really happened, like in the last episode, like mm-hmm. because yeah, it's kind or of or even like few... episode six, they could have connected because, like of what happened with uh, with the baby, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, they could have had a moment yeah. where they were supporting one another or something. And yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. Yeah, I think, like, there was obviously, like, um, Travis thought what Nat did was, like, a bit of a betrayal, and I guess there needed to be some time for him to, like, kind of get over that. But, yeah, yeah, like, the whole time I was just, like, this whole episode, man, I was, like, Nat, like, Nat is... I'm sorry. <laughs> Nat is the fucking best character on this fucking show. No, she's lovely. And she lovely. is not respected <laughs> anymore. No! Oh my god. Like, oh. Ugh. And yeah, the fact that, yeah, he was like, I'm sorry. I was like, yeah, you, of course you fucking are. Like, you better fucking <laughs> be. <laughs> I, That's very no, it Australian. Is, it is so of annoying. Me, and like, yeah, side note, real quick, right? You are correct. Nat is the most consistent, the most grounded, the kindest. She was literally feeding them. She's the hunter. She is trying to... Literally, how the fuck... Sorry, I'm just going to say it right now. How the fuck? You think you're only going to survive with Lottie? And you think, oh, let's kill the hunter? What the fuck is going on with these people? They're crazy. The way I was screaming at my TV when she was part of this, I was like... The audacity. Yeah. You would not have literal. fucking eaten at all if it weren't for her. She should be You would be, be skin and bones. You would be in the ground if it wasn't for oh Nat. Oh, my God. I swear to God. It, like, Show Natalie, some respect. Yeah, have some respect. Like, Natalie is on the same fucking level as Lottie as far as I'm concerned. Natalie is on God-level status. Like, yeah, Lottie. she is. She, she should is. be exempt from that whole bullshit. How because, dare! Like, fuck's sake! Oh my fucking god! I don't know why I just talked like a nineteen oh one report. I was like, how dare! How dare you! <laughs> how dare! Um, no, but for real, like, how could I, you? For real. I it, yeah. okay, this is only going to get worse. I am going to apologize to the to the three listeners right now. We are going to descend into chaos when we're talking in a minute yeah, because the, the fucking percent. But can I just quickly say just before we move on to the next thing because I took a note. Mm. Um. And maybe you're going to get to this, but it sounded like we were going to get to the, the next, like, hectic part. Um, mm. So there's two things. Like, with the uh, – first of all, uh, Akila can't eat her little mouse friend. She tries to eat, yes. eat the crispy mouse, and she can't. Yeah. She puts it back in her pocket for reasons unbeknownst. Oh, one um, second. One second about Akila. I just want to say. Okay. okay. I, because I'm going to forget to say this, and I really want to say it. The actress that plays her, I really like her and I really like this character. I, I have grown to really, really like Akila. I don't, I, I just feel like the she's more it goes sweet. on and the more time that she's getting, I'm just like, yes, like I like you. I think that aside yeah. from Nat, probably, she's probably the other one that's got that like 
grounded side to her and part of it is because i think she's said like every time that we see her she's talking about going home and surviving and doing Mm. her and she wanted to build her mouse a little house with yeah like Like, i think i think you know i'll be quite sad if she if she dies because i'm like no anyway especially because yeah like it seems that characters who have a certain innocence or a certain like heart to them like genuine nature to them do seem to cark it yeah um, because they're like oh i am done with you we do not need yeah. heart and soul what we need is savagery <laughs> yes 100 percent, savage beasts savage beasts um, yeah <laughs> um and then the other thing that i was just going to make mention to is that when um you kind of you mentioned before mari sees the blood dripping and sh- and Ty hears it as well at the same time. Yeah. And then Mari says, they're dead, they're dead, they're dead. Like, she's kind of, like, freaking out. She's like, they're dead, mm. they're dead. Like, I saw their blood. And then out of that space comes Coach Ben and I presume Harvey. Like, I think that was where they were, they were sleeping. Or where mm. Harvey was sleeping. Maybe where Travis was as well, where the boys were. Um, but, yeah, definitely in that scene, Coach Ben comes out. And I was wondering if that was a foreshadowing of such. Um, but now that he's found a special place... He might actually survive. You don't know. Yeah, don't know. I, I am. I'm in. Mm, I don't know. I still feel like Coach Ben's a goner, but I don't know how, and I don't know why, and I don't know when. Yeah. But we will see. It uh, might. It might. It might be. Yeah. But I'm glad that he is. I really, really love that he talked to Nat this episode. I'm really glad he he's had some conversations with people. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels better. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Definitely. So anyway, Lottie yeah, tells so, Misty, um, yeah. if I die, don't waste my body. Promise me. <gasps> yeah. um, and Misty returns to the group and reveals that Lottie has said to eat her if she dies. And the group is like, no, not her. No. You know, because they're just like. No way. It can't we need be. Lottie. We need Lottie with her, her tree magic. <laughs> uh, yeah. Van says, I can't imagine being here without her. And Shauna says me either. And it's so weird. Like, I got to say, like with Shauna, right? It's so odd because it's like, I, yes, I get it that you agree, but then you also beat the shit out of her. So I'm like, mate, first of all, well, like I, yeah. I agree. And I, I think that it was like a whole, like you need to take the pain and blah, blah, blah. And like, they all understood that. And like Van came in and said that, that it felt like, you know, if, if Lottie didn't take it, then, you know, like she was protecting us and all of that. Um, But like, yeah, just like a bit like, you know, I mean yeah interesting yeah i i i mean i thought that was weird from shauna as well but i feel like something changed for shauna after that like yeah getting it out she she looked like she was in the next stage of her grief journey Mm -hmm. which may have been some type of acceptance or something and i think like she understood what Lottie was trying to do i think by this point and Mm -hmm. maybe had some appreciation for it i don't know yeah, no, I think I think Shauna, yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, but I agree. Like this, this, um, yeah, like they basically, you know, they all have a conversation where they're talking about like, you know, yeah, if she like if Lottie's starving, she might die, and the same is true for all of us. Mm-hmm. So, because I this was another scene where I was like, I think it needed a bit more build up yeah like maybe an extra like 30 seconds worth of dialogue because yeah because even ty sits up and she says we need to find a way to stay alive and it can't be her right yes and that is that is considered the build-up right 
Exactly. But, that's the bit, that's the inciting, I guess. That is not enough to prepare us yes. for the very next scene, which is literally Van pulling out the queen card, right? Definitely. Yeah. It is extremely fast, right? And I I almost had a moment and we like had I don't flash. know I don't know if you had this moment, but obviously next week's next week's uh, uh, preview debunks this theory, right? But for so much of this episode, I was asking myself, is this just a Lottie hallucination? Because you have this moment where they cross back while all this shit's going on that we're about to get into, mm-hmm. where they yeah. cross back and Shauna says, none of that was real that Lottie. Was real so Lottie. Yeah. yeah, none of that was real. So I'm sitting there going... Okay, is well, Lottie hallucinating was... this? But yeah. then I was like, because she's asleep. And like, you know, we, we, we talked about so much about how when you're in that state between uh, life and death, that you have answers given to you by the wilderness or the darkness or whatever it is. Like, you know, you start to learn things or you see things or whatever. And I'm like, that would make sense that Lottie would see how they're going to survive. They're going to pull a queen card, someone's going to be chosen, they're going to die. This is all a hallucination, this is all a dream, right? But. Yeah. It's proven that that's not the case because next week shows that they are just Lottie's yeah. fine. And, and so I I'm thought like, the same okay. thing. All right. So yeah. anyway, we are in the time now that we're going to talk about when they're pulling out the Queen card and Van is in control of it. It feels very sudden. Again, we'll t- touch on that in a minute. Nat ends up being the one who pulls the card and the initial reactions from Van and the others is like devastation and shock and fear and sadness and... Mm. Like, it's, you can tell they're trying to, like, they're like, oh, my God, I can't do that. But then they have to suppress it. Shauna approaches her, tells her to turn around. Shauna has Jackie's, Jackie's necklace uh, placed around Nat's yeah. neck, which is like, ugh. Um, and then Nat turns back around and says, you're going to have to look me in the eye. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. I was like, wow. And oh, wow, and Sophie that She is brilliant. Like, Sophie, that was amazing. The way she turned mm-hmm. around and she just had this resolve on her face, but she... Like her, her nose was streaming, her eyes were streaming. Like, her, her can neck I just say, she is strained. a fucking amazing crier. Like, I was like, oh, this girl, she, is, yeah. she when she cries, like I am like, oh my god, save her, please, someone help her. Like, I, I am like panicking. I'm in panic mode when she's crying. She's an amazing crier because every time she cries in any episode, I'm like. <gasps> Uh, anyway, fantastic so line. So um, yeah, yeah, and Shauna You're just can't. Have to look me in the eye. Yeah, Shauna just can't do it. Um, for a number of seconds, like she's standing there, she just can't. And then you see in this period, this period yeah. though, Van is getting more animalistic in her expression. Right, I like know. she's she's like looking at her like she's a piece of meat, and I'm like, oh my god, Van. Oh Van, my god. quite Van unnerving. Is, yeah. So yeah, in the, in the in the about the buzz episode about this episode, Liv yeah. does say when Liv is talking about Van, <laughs> yeah, just two two short names there, that um, Van is in a state of like all the hope is gone, mm-hmm. everything's gone. Now it is survival, mm-hmm. survival, 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 and yeah. so that is pushing out everything. Like, yeah. I think I've got a quote from from um, what Liv said that it's all about practical decision making for Van now. Like it's a divorce from feeling, which is not yeah. sustainable because feelings catch up to vo- everybody and they will catch up to Van. And I thought that was so yeah. interesting that um, very that good Liv mentioned that because yeah. if if like the fact that you're like you know Van suppressing, 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 but eventually 
then is going to have to deal with those feelings because you can't push feelings down for that long. It's just not possible. No. Um, yeah. Yeah, so Travis jumps in, uh, tells Nat to run, and Nat runs into the forest and hides behind a tree, right? And they're, like, howling like wolves and holding weapons, and it's, like, so intense. Alyssa, oh, my God. Can I just say something real quick, okay? <laughs> okay. Like, Nat is literally galloping around the snow <laughs> and they are howling and i was sitting there like what the fuck am i watching right now I oh my was god like, oh my god and then like she's running 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 and harvey finds her and harvey's like you know come follow me right so then they're like running because he's got this place and running 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 and then i was so fucking mad because she fell down like they do on tv where they oh i'm falling down and i, I was and... literally screaming i was like get up get up now <laughs> i was losing it i was like fucking i know oh she survives i was a fucking nutcase i know she survives but i was like i know it, it's because it's nat Dude, like, dude, dude. Were you, okay, when you saw the Queen Gaga, I asked you, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Pod. I, we warned you. We pre-warned you. This is what happens sometimes when you <laughs> saw the card. When you saw the Queen card. Did you, did you, like, have a moment <laughs> when Nat took it out and were you, like, fuck off? Yes, I was. <laughs> I put my hand up to the screen and I was like, how fucking dare you? Yes. That's what I said to the screen when that happened. Yes. And that is like, a right think, reaction. And I was the same. I was like, <gasps> like I was in a state of disbelief because I was like, if they kill Nat, I'm going to revolt. Even though I know perfectly well that she is alive as an mm. adult, I was like, I will get out my fucking like flame torch and i will like descend upon you will the burn this city to the ground oh my god Alyssa, yeah, the i will way, burn the city to the ground the way that i wanted to like jump through the television just be like stop couldn't handle yeah. it i was like gonna stand between them i will stand between them for the love of god i'd be like what are you doing this is your friend natalie just what are you like doing a, yeah oh my gosh i how fucking dare like, how fucking dare you? Yeah, 100%. Like, the, yeah, the level of, like, are you actually fucking joking me that Natalie was included oh. in that group who had to pull a, a card? Oh. I mean, I know we've already spoken about this, but Despicable. you would have been fucked without her. She was fucked. the only one only with one. Travis who was going out every fucking day hunting. and hunting. Keeping you alive. And bringing you back fucking food. Un- yeah. Fucking believable. How anyway, <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, no, no. It was funny. Like, just a side note. Um, so, like, we've got a friend staying with us at the moment. Like, um, she's visiting us from London. And she's never seen Yellow Jackets. But, like, I was, like, re-watching the episode this morning, like, and taking notes, like, in preparation um, for, like, our pod. And, like, she came in at this moment and sat down on the couch next to me. <laughs> And she's like watching, and like so, the moment she walks in, like our friend walked in, was when they are like in, they are in a circle drawing the cars. Anyway, this girl has never watched Yellow Jackets before, and so I'm like going between me and the TV and our friend, and I'm going, oh yeah. So um, so there was a plane crash, and um, oh, and they've been here for like it's been like ten months now, like, and I, and I was like, oh, and um. 
Yeah, at this moment they're drawing cards because there's like cannibalistic like, theme to this show. <laughs> and this poor girl next to me is just like sat watching the TV. Like her face is like has horror on it. And she's looking between me and the TV as I'm trying to explain what's going on. And, <laughs> and I was just like, Man, what a moment. She literally stepped in at that moment and watched till the what, end. When what an entry the point. End of the, like, what I was literally like, point. and like, I'm trying to like catch her up because like, she's like looking horrified and she's like, what the fuck is going on? And I was just like, well, you know, like they haven't had food in like weeks, you know, like, and then they ate their friend. <laughs> like, I'm just picturing, I'm just picturing, I'm picturing the part where, where Travis is like, Nat, run! And then Misty's like, she's getting away! <laughs> and I, like, I'm sitting there, like, with, I've already seen the episode once, this is my rewatch, but I've got my, like, oh my hands over my face, I'm covering my eyes, I'm like, I've got my, like, I'm shouting at the TV, like, run, Natalie, like, fucking run! And this girl next to me is just like, are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm not okay. I am not fucking okay. I will never be oh okay. My God. For what we will you never did. be what, okay. What these oh savage beasts did savage to beasts. Our Natalie. Oh my God. Anyway, I, I literally am crying. Oh my God. That is so funny oh to me. Oh because God. I could oh just imagine that being someone's entry point into Yellow Jackets. That, that exact scene. Yes. Like, and, and you're me, like, what like, the fuck is this show? Intensely <laughs> paying attention and like pausing and rewinding and just like and taking trying notes. to half explain. <laughs> taking notes. Going, taking notes. Yeah, 100%. Um, but yeah, oh my gosh. Oh, but the other thing oh, I just geez. wanted to mention is oh, that like, fuck. yeah, when, when Shauna, like um, when they first select Natalie and oh my gosh, you have that moment where you're like hanging, like you're like, oh, oh my God, is she going to pull the queen? And she does. And, like, Shauna puts on Jackie's necklace. I just wanted to know, I think that's the same necklace that the pit girl at the very start of the series is wearing. The, oh, really? The yeah, the camera definitely, oh. like, when that girl falls into the pit and is dying, there's a wow. moment where the camera, like, touches on the necklace. And I think that necklace becomes a symbol of, like, if you are the sacrifice, Mm. you are um and so i actually really liked this in a way because i liked that it i think this is when factions are going to start forming and when the group starts to split apart because we do see them separate Mm. and also that there's the violent hunt is now beginning and the violent hunt is what we see in the very first episode of season one Mm mm-hmm we see a hunt and it's very violent and yes. this is the first time we see this. So, yeah, yes. I thought that was all cool. Like, definitely, I was a bit disappointed in Ty, I must say, because mm. I was sitting there going, Ty, like, you love, you fucking love Natalie. Like, what is going on? Like, mm. Natalie has cared for you. Natalie's brought you food. How could you? Like, yes. but my theory is that at, at least at some stage in this moment, Dark Ty is in control. I don't think it's... I, I saw yeah. someone... Um, I saw something yeah. in the Reddit thread call call her original flavor tie. I don't <laughs> think original flavor tie is in control at this point. Um, no. Maybe she is. No, and and that would make sense to me. But oh god, honestly, I was just so the I moment. Was not, oh. I was not having a good time with her. I I, I Francis, was incredibly no, when, stressed. <laughs> you were stressed. I was in an ecstatic state. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh like, I was god. going between like. I fucking love this shit. I was going in between, like, I want to drink it in to, like, this is horrifying to, like, oh. this is fucking amazing to, like, 
I fucking hate you all. I went. I wanted like, to like states. throw. I wanted to like throw a moose in there yeah. that she could like ride on and like get away. Like <gasps> I, I, I was just like yeah. get, I was getting desperate. Fucking hell. Okay, so let's right, continue, continue on with the scene. Now, after that very, uh, you know, oh. this this is what, okay, I just want to say this right now. For those of you that have come in, because we have had some more listens. I only we joke about three. We have had some more listens of like, for those of you that don't know us very well, we are, we, we are a little bit, we just, we just say what we want. We're a bit unhinged sometimes. So that's what's <laughs> happening right now. We, we like to just get it out there. Um, anyway, so I was very annoyed and then Harvey falls into the ice. Okay. And like, of course, Nat is dying to help him because Nat is Nat and she's perfect and she's fantastic and we love her. And how the fuck could you ever want to kill her? Oh <laughs> but, my um, God, of all people, I'm sorry, but of all fucking people, what are they thinking? Anyway, so um, she's, <laughs> so true. she's, you know, there and she's, she wants to help him. And I just want to say, I just want to say, I'm sorry. I have to say it, I have to say it. Um, with Misty coming up and her typical pragmatic mind and she's like, if you save him, the others will get you, right? And I'm just like, I just want to say, Misty always looks out for Nat, does she not? Does she not? She, she does. And she does. The first, the first instance that we see of this is like the start of this. Well, I was going to say beautiful relationship. It's probably <laughs> quite a beautiful relationship. It is. But beautiful. like the first, the can... first time we see um, this, yeah, this protective nature and this um, relationship. It reminded me Nat so much Missy. the the part where she's like pulling her out. She's like, no, Nat, stop! It reminded me of when she went in when she was about to snort the cocaine, cocaine, and she was yes, like, and no, she Nat, stop! Enough for her. Like, no, 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 no. And um, yeah. yeah, it's just that was it. Is the start of a beautiful what friendship. What a classic moment. Um, yeah, yeah, I just wanted to say as well quickly. I watched an interview with Sammy Hanratty um, like a few weeks ago, but actually like kind of makes sense as to why how she responded this way and why. Because um, Sammy said that she doesn't believe Misty actually believes in the wilderness, but she wants to stay close to Lottie because staying close to Lottie means staying close to power, and Absolutely. that's what Misty gravitates towards because she sees opportunity in those spaces, right? So yep. just like a quick dive into Misty real quick, because we have to, because this house of quickly, how can we not? Um, oh, I was just not? going how to say not? real quick about Misty and young Misty specifically in this sense, that there is a part of me that wondered, even though she was like, oh, she's getting away. There is a part of me that wondered if that was coming from a real place or coming from a place of this is what the group is doing. I have to be in line with the group. But the second that she had the opportunity to actually save Nat from something, she did mm. it. Right, and yeah. if you look at the way that she reacted to Coach Ben, didn't want him to die, didn't want a bestie to be eaten, you know, didn't want to eat yeah. Lottie. Like she is literally, she. I don't actually think as much as Misty is, you know, got her issues in her own way. I actually feel like Misty, less so than Van, less so than some of the these other characters, is okay with this whole process. Like I, I'm just getting that vibe because she seems to be really opposed. Yeah, I think that's that. true. Yeah, it's an interesting think, uh, contrast though happening there between her and someone like Van, for example. Like I, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, definitely. I I feel like I can see that Misty is a very like she is a character like who I want to say like is prepared. Like she she has you know she's done like a lot of um, first she has a first aid experience and that is what. Um, originally like makes her like you know cut off coach ben's leg and like know what to do with that wound um Mm -hmm. you know she she's kind of like the um she she has some some certain survival skills as well Mm -hmm. which means that 
I think she can kind of see like what is potentially going to happen and how she has to get them out of it and like we kind of see that in the adult timeline as well so like yeah this this kind of like decision making I think skills that she had like she clearly saw like with Harvey in the water this is Nat's way this is how I can get Nat out of it yeah yeah and so she's very how I can protect her yeah yeah she's very much like oh like this means Nat's death unless this happens Mm -hmm. um and so yeah I thought that was um I just think she's she's just um she's a very like I think probably highly intelligent character Mm -hmm. I I think she's a highly intelligent person Mm -hmm. and um she like has the foresight to kind of understand what might happen and how she um yeah how she can save someone or um and yeah like we we obviously see the um I guess sociopathic tendencies or whatever of her Mm -hmm. and she doesn't seem to have that level of empathy that other people do but then we do see it in other ways so yeah she's definitely like gray character she's not she's not morally black or white she's just something in between i think yeah um i agree and oh yeah great acting um great yeah, great fantastic. acting from sammy in the scene um, absolutely absolutely incredible like all all of them were amazing um yeah the way that um you know the characters all spread out and the eyes to stop it cracking um and yeah the way that nat is just trying to grab him yeah and the horrified look in her face and when she you lets know, him go yeah tears are falling from her eyes and mm-hmm. you can just see that that horror and that heartbreak and that disappointment in herself and so and this is why i think nat's not safe in season two because she was mm. spared in the past and she did something that she was unforgivable to her Mm. and even when I was watching it I was like this is unforgivable like Mm. I understand why she did like and it's not even just on that it's all of them as a whole I understand like why it happened and why it had to happen but it was horrifying to watch and an unforgivable I think um, action and I think Natalie someone who has is so genuine has so much heart and is yes you know undoubtedly the heart of the group like i can see how yeah a lifetime of addiction a lifetime of abusing drugs and alcohol and yeah and and teetering i guess on the edge of suicide Mm. it's completely understandable to me and i think and yeah like we've said multiple times she's the only one who's who's facing that guilt and regret and has been facing it for many years and i think like that's why i think she's not safe in the final but i will say if she if she does die in season like in present time obviously um that will be like a like a real tragedy of of yellow jackets i think like just in the sense of like you are seeing the heart you are seeing the the provider you yeah. are seeing the the carer, the the you know the yeah. way that she looked out for Harvey, the way that she looks out for Travis, the way that she looks out for every character, like even the way that she looked out for Lottie after they had their little competition thing, and you know was sitting there with her and helping bandage her up and all that type of thing. Like to see her then if she does end up dying like next week or whatever, um, 
it'll I yeah it'll be heartbreaking like just because of who she is as a person and you don't have a lot of characters like Nat in this story you just don't don't. not not that level of empathy not that level of care not that level of of literally feeling like she does put other people before herself and that is why it was so fucking hard for her I can't imagine what it does to her when she has to let Harvey go because that's not Natalie to let Harvey go it's not her it's not in her I don't think she's capable of feeling anything other but being completely destroyed by that and like racking herself like with guilt for the rest of her life like I can't imagine anything else you know yeah whereas I think whereas I think other characters yeah whereas I feel like other characters would find ways to kind of bury that down I think Nat as we've said from the beginning everything is out there and we see it whether it's through her drug addiction whether it's through the way that she says how she feels like it it's just so sad to me you know uh, yeah. And I feel like that's actually my theory on why the Yellow Jackets theme was back to normal this episode because this is really the first episode where what is repressed is now brought out mm-hmm. into the light and Nat wants to talk about it and Nat wants to finally start to face it. Yeah. And and Lottie immediately shuts it down, obviously, because, you know, you know, I mean, Lottie says there's no amount of therapy that's going to fix this. There's not, no, yeah, there's no amount of talking that's going to fix this. Mm. And, like... For me, like, you know, this is, yeah, this is the first time when we see the violent hunt and we see, like, yeah, what happens when you let the wilderness take control, so to speak. You let mm. it choose. Yep. Um, yep. You know, oh, well, there's, there's, there's so much about it choosing, but, mm-hmm. you know, when you, I guess when you submit to something like that, um, yeah, so previous themes were very, like, you know, they were still in these kind of, like, you know, like unreliable narrator states and you don't know who to believe or who to trust. But I feel like the theme was normal this time because it's the first time that we see the yellow jackets as they are, I guess, yeah. what they've become because of the wilderness. Anyway, I yeah, for that reason, um, I mean, I thought the last five minutes was like, I don't know how you feel about it. It was like awful to watch like this poor, innocent, young character die yeah and he harvey played it amazingly um Mm -hmm. and i was very like sad and heartbroken for that character especially Especially because travis was the one survived yeah Yeah. and travis Travis gave him the nod to go and help nat yeah and the knife to his throat and so travis has essentially sent him off to to die yeah so and we'll see that next episode because obviously now they've got a body but I think, like, overall, like, again, like, I just I just think the last five minutes, same with the last episode, just incredibly powerful. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just the way this show, like, makes me feel, like, ten different feelings in one moment. Like, yeah. I just think, like, it's so – it's great. Like, I am, you know, uh, yeah. And just I, off that, off thoroughly that, enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Off that is exactly what I. I just want to go into talking about now about the um, the structure of the episode and maybe some of the problems that you and I did have, right? Because I think what you're saying is a good good place to go into that because I I think, and I'm going to preface my my you know little uh, concerns that I have with just this comment, right? I am a writer. I am not a TV writer. I do not understand 
how difficult it would be to write a show like this in the yeah. time frame that they have. It needs to be done with the budget, with time restrictions on, on episodes, managing like 20 odd characters and characters that are complex and believable, right? Yeah. It is a gargantuan task, right? Yeah. So this is why sometimes when I hear criticism about Yellow Jackets and like, I agree that they, you know, you have to criticize a show. If you don't like something, you, you don't like it. That's just subjective art. That's how you feel. But with this show, I feel like I have a soft spot because I feel like that they care so much about it, that they put so much effort into it, that even if something doesn't land for me, I don't feel like I do with so many other shows that we've watched and spoken about, yeah, especially one in particular, definitely. where you can tell some people just, <laughs> they don't care anymore. I feel like mm. these writers care so deeply about these characters and who they are and their progression and what this means. I What I think is happening right now, and like, you know how when you're writing a novel or whatever and you kind of have you have your act one act two and act three and act two is always considered the muddled middle because things can just it's so hard to plan a middle um yeah i remember even hearing neil Druckmann talk about this about the last of us and how he said that he had the first act down third act down and that middle part he had no idea if it worked until he got to the third act where you had to tie it all together yeah. right and yeah, in, in some ways i feel like with this show especially because we're at the end of season two, they're having to introduce a lot, introduce new threads, take away other threads, take away characters, put in new characters, like kind of all that. They're in a time where all the wheels are turning and a lot is going on. So they have to spin a lot of plates. So I just want to preface by saying that I understand and I see that. And like, that's why I struggle to get too harsh on this show about like things that I don't like, because I'm like, I see the effort and I know that they're going to do right by these characters. I just know it anyway. But as an audience member, um, I, what I wish could have happened in this episode is a more believable progression of events. Yeah. So that I could be there with what the Yellow Jackets writers were trying to do because I didn't feel like I was quite there. Like how I was saying before where like they're two steps ahead and I'm like just behind them, but not quite there yet. Like I'm yeah. like, I see where this is going. I believe in this happening, but I don't believe in this happening right now i believe in it happening in an episode or two episodes but i needed some time to like process because like even like with the eating of jackie's body like with snacky right i was there like i was i i you know we with snacky you know uh sorry with jackie (laughs) um with jackie like she was that body was with shauna from the whole off season of the show to like um two episodes in and we saw you know uh, Shauna talking to her. We saw uh, Ella Purnell come back and have conversations with her. We saw her going onto the fire and like Shauna saying goodbye. We saw her eating the ear. Like all that stuff happened before it got to that inevitable point where they finally eat a human being. So you didn't yeah. feel like the progression of events were rushed or, or maybe you felt yeah. like it was quick, but at the same time, it made sense. I felt like I was there in that moment. I felt that moment. I was grossed out by that moment and it all made sense that it would be happening yeah. right then and there. But with this moment, it felt like a snap from the group. Like it felt like a big moment that just kind of happened. And it's not like that isn't believable in the wilderness. And I can use like 15 examples as to why they're in this place now, right? They're starving. Lottie is out of commission and about to die. They're desperate, etc. But as an audience member, because this show is so outlandish, I need to be kind of prepared for this moment so that when it happens, I feel like I'm there with you and I'm not taken out of the moment 
wondering how we got here. Like, I can fill in the blanks if I want to, but then when I'm watching it for the first time, you can't fill in blanks. Like, you're just there in the moment. And especially because it's like a big plot moment for the show that we've all been waiting for. I just felt like, for example, with the Queen card, right? I could have done with that conversation about the Queen card. Like, something. Like, what about this system? I could have done with, like... um, Van maybe making more colder and snappier comments in the episode before. I could have dealt with maybe a bit more like time, just like like kind of stretching out this plot just over maybe one more episode so that when you get to this point where the system is put in place, I'm like, yep, I saw that coming. Like I, I saw it. It was going to, I knew it was going to happen now. Like I had a feeling yeah. or whatever, you know, now it's like, instead I've come out of this episode like, I don't quite know, like how I how I felt about it happening yeah. in the past. But anyway, that's yeah. just my little rant. No, that where are I, you at? I with think it? that's fair. It kind of like points to like kind of one of my gripes that I had about the last episode, which which is that I think as writers and agree, like I am a writer, like I'm a like you know same as you, like I I'm not a TV writer, right? But I feel like. You know, they're, I get. I think in a way they're lucky because they have an audience, they have the Yellow Jacket fans, audiences who will read deeply into things and will, who will analyse every single scene mm-hmm. and, you know, every symbol and every, you know, fucking painting yeah. that, you know, or drawing that's in the show. However, like, I, I just feel like you can't really rely on that. And so, yeah, when I was talking about in the last pod, I was saying, like, you know... As a TV writer, I presume you have to... Anything that you want the audience to pick up mm-hmm. from your show it has to be down there on the paper. And if it's not there, there's either a reason for that mm-hmm. or there's another reason. You know, there's, there's a reason for it if it's not there. Or they just haven't covered all their bases, maybe. Yeah. And I think, yeah, some of this thing where it feels like it's far too quick, like I feel like it's, it's just because they're trying to get us there faster than mm-hmm. either they have time to do or they don't realize that we need more time to get there. Which but, is the nature of I, TV as well, though. You know, it like is the they, of they TV. say like, oh, you're going to cut this down. You've got to cut this down 10 minutes. And you're like, well, there goes that yeah, scene. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which sucks. And, and hopefully that was And it might case, not have but... anything to do with the writers. Like, yeah. we don't know. But I was also confused on why they only have a nine episode season. Because Me too. Yeah. To me, they could have done with 10, 10 episodes mm-hmm. sounds perfect. And this is like a problem that you and I have had with like yeah, another show that we covered which could have dealt with more <laughs> a <laughs> very hard eye right roll there, Alyssa. <laughs> very hard eye roll. I mean, it wouldn't have saved the quality of the writing which was horse shit. Yeah. But horrendous. if they had had more time, it might have, mm. you know, it might have like, I don't know made some things make more sense i don't know we're speaking about um, killing eve by the way i just want to make that really clear yeah. because yeah, like we are eve. not we we are actually like like i said we kind of view things we do have a critical eye but we're also very appreciative of like the effort that people yeah. put in killing eve really ended like literally like a whoopee cushion just like blew out sounded like a fart that was it yeah like and like Let's be real. The first two seasons of Killing Eve are like still some of the best TV I've yeah. ever watched and in my life. And then so much effort. That yeah. that just I mean they the problem they had was that they had multiple writers, uh, multiple mm. head writers, which meant that it felt very disjointed between seasons. So Yellow Jackets doesn't have that problem. And I really overall I really like the story they're telling about women and like 
you know, how how women cope with things differently and how different women can be and how everything is still like an appropriate reaction to trauma or stress or, or whatever you've got going on in your life. And, and, you know, they're telling a really cool story about women here. Um, but yeah, I think like really you only put this type of thought and um, feeling into a show if you really enjoy it and you love it. And so overall, I agree. I love the show and I'm very happy with what they're um, achieving and what they're doing. And that's why I can forgive a lot of the things that, would annoy me if I was mm-hmm. like just a general audience viewer but yeah there's definitely some stuff that I'm literally just like yeah why is Ty like mm-hmm. moving so quickly to hunt Natalie like it just doesn't make sense to me yeah and yeah I can explain it away by going oh yeah maybe dark Ty was in control but then I'm like make it obvious to me like, yeah exactly like all you need to do is, is show that thing. that shift yeah like it's it's not even about like you don't have to like spell it out, but at least show us, like give us a, a reason to already know. Like I, I think TV viewers are quite smart, right? So like if you yeah. put in like something subtle that shows dark tires in control, even if it's just like you, you focus on Ty's face and Ty yeah. suddenly like does like a, a certain look on her face or a smile, that's all we need to know, right? Like you just add that little moment in there, and we're like, "Oh, dark ties in control." We've seen that that yeah. shift change in 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 yeah. um in present day ties face. Like you know, just give us something like that, or like you know, even with Van, get like I said last episode, get her to say more like snappier, colder comments. Get her to kind yeah. of because I felt like even her shift was extremely fast, like to to go yeah. like almost animalistic, like you know savage yeah. beast mode um yeah, was a lot right savage beast engaged yeah. yeah um i agree i feel like the only the only way we were meant to introduce that dark tie was in control was that moment where you remember in the last episode or maybe that it might have been episode six when um lottie says oh like you need this like you need her yeah like she's a part of you yeah and she was who found harvey and so when we had this moment where Ty, like, listens and Ty is like, she went this way, mm-hmm. that was, I think, the only thing the writers put in there to juice to us that this was actually the other version of Ty. Mm. That was my reading of it anyway. But it wasn't clear. It wasn't clear to me. Yeah. Like, I think, yeah, I think maybe it would have been the, the writers, you know, I agree. People who watch TV, they can put two and two together. They know. You don't have to explain it to them. But I think sometimes when it is, like, so... Yeah, you don't have enough time to tell the, the, the thing you're trying to tell. You do, you do need to make it a bit more obvious. And so yeah. maybe that's why it felt like that conversation between the adults was pushing the plot forwards because they didn't have any other way to get us to that point. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and look, I'm I'm interested about next week um, to see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. I, I am interested to see it's, how they Next week's going to be a huge episode. Yeah, I'm interested to see how they wrap it up. I, 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 like I said, I do have, like, I'm still holding on to a couple of concerns just based off this episode. Um, however, I, yeah, I always go back to the same thing that I, I deeply enjoy this show. Um, and, you know, I still think, like, for me, like, a lot of people, <clears throat> Um, preferred season one for me personally mm. I'm having more fun with season two I don't know why I, I think it's I would agree with that character yeah. heavy I'm enjoying the character progression I'm enjoying 
just like those character moments, those character episodes where I feel like I'm getting into people's yeah. minds and like learning more about them. Um, that's personal preference. I'm not saying that it is objectively better. I just mean that I just personally like it better. But point yeah. is that, you know, I, I'm grateful that this show, at least to me and, and to you obviously as well, is, is getting in more interesting and, and still maintaining yeah. interest and, and still caring yeah. about the characters and all of that because, you know, where they have their approved season three. I hope that they have more seasons approved after that. And yeah, we'll have to see what happens next week. But anything else you want to add before we say goodbye today? Um, I think we've no, covered yeah, everything. I don't think any... Yeah, I think we've covered everything. Um, yeah. yeah, just that, like, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm really, like, you know, I have this sense of nervous anticipation about next episode because, mm. yeah, it's the season finale and, you know, apparently we're going to hate the adults by the end of it. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm concerned uh, for certain characters. Good luck trying to make us hate adult Misty. Good luck. Yes. Not going to happen. No, no, no. Not I, I, yeah, if, um, I mean, there's, yeah, there's certain things I want if, if poor Natalie is the one to, I mean, Ugh. I really hope my gut feeling is, is wrong. I want it to be wrong. I want it to be wrong, Francis. Prayer circle. Yes. Let's have a prayer circle and pray, pray for Natalie because. We hear the wilderness and it hears us. It hears yes. us. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I'm nervous, but, um, yeah, like. Yeah, I've really enjoyed season two as well. And I feel like, you know, and you and I decided um, this week that we'll keep talking about Yellow Jackets in the break. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, we need to have kind of something to, um, like, you know, it's going to be a long wait to season three. So we might yeah. not do, like, that whole break. But we'll, we'll touch base every now and then and talk about, um, talk about different characters and stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just been a fun ride. I think that's the thing at the end of the day, like, as much as I was horrified by the last two minutes of this episode, like, I just thought it was great. Like, yeah. it was so sad, like, watching, yeah, this poor kid being taken out of the water and, and you know, what it means to the characters that that happened. Um, yeah. And how it's just, it, you know, it's, 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 it's going to keep being bad like yeah. they're gonna keep like it's gonna keep getting worse and i'm just I like think, oh i think i think this show is thrilling you know it's just thrilling yeah it all is. the time yeah and whether that's in a conversation or a moment or a huge shift in you know the plot or whatever it, it always manages to feel thrilling you know and that's exciting yeah. tv and yeah. i'm i'm glad you know even if i do have my personal gripes about this episode as do you um you know I, I, I'm hoping and I'm looking forward to next week um, and hoping yeah. that it's going to be a brilliant ending, you know what I mean? And, and get everybody talking and excited for season three, you know? Yeah. And yeah, we will, we, we, we will be back next week um, to do another episode. Uh, yeah. We've been getting these out much quicker than last time. And um, yeah, so we like, we like recording the next day because the thoughts are fresh. So um, yeah, yeah. Definitely. All right, and everybody. the last thing I wanted to say... Oh, oh yeah, go just, ahead. Sorry, sorry. One last go thing, ahead. one last thing. Is um, I just really love that, like, uh, you know, I kind of said before, like, I love the, the story they're telling with women. Mm-hmm. But I just love that it's, like, women in this state and, you know, we see them, do- women doing, like, unforgivable things. Like, yes. it's just, like, it's a really, like, rich story in places. And, like, yeah, I just really appreciate that. Yeah, I like, I've never seen, like 
a woman, like a young woman beating up another, like, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like that type of thing is like really fresh and fun and cool to see. Like it is. as horrible as it is, you know, but <laughs> it's just great because women. <laughs> yeah. Cause women. Anyway, um, you, are that meme. Anyway. you are that meme of, uh, of I am, uh, I'm the meme from the, me- women. the women's yeah. meme. Joe. Yeah. Joe. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah. Cool. Thanks for listening. And, um, you know, to our three listeners and, uh, we, <laughs> yeah. we, well, actually a little more than that. A little more than that episode. now. Thank you. Uh, so yeah. Thank I just you. wanted to say thank you actually for tuning in. Uh, is that what you say? Yeah. That's more radio. Tuning in. <laughs> thank you yeah, or pressing like play on your Spotify or Apple device or whatever it is that you're listening yes. to. Um, app. My God, I'm so old. Um, yeah, so just, uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> just, sorry, I just choked. Um, just dying on the other Thank you line. so much for – I was just overwhelmed by the, the, the listeners. Um, no, yeah, thank, thank you so much for, for being part of this and for listening to us. And, like, we're always happy yeah. to, to have, you know – um, yeah, to hear thoughts or whatever. So if you do want to email us or whatever, it's houseofquigglypod at gmail.com or hit us up at houseofquigly on Twitter. Um, yes. We'd love to hear about it. And we just want to shout anything. out that we've got a really great friend who made us some pod art. Yes. Um, so check that out. That's on our Spotify and on our Twitter as well. Um, that is Yash. Thank you so much for making us some pod art. Yash, you are very, very talented. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Yash. Yeah. We appreciate it. All right, yeah. everyone. Okay. Uh, until next week. Uh, until next week. Uh, see you later. <laughs> see you later. The and Eurovision uh, Song Contest 2023. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the voting lines have closed now. <laughs> the voting lines are now closed. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've been around my Greek relatives for so long in my life that I know how to do the, the European accent. Yeah, you're like, you're doing the you're doing I'm doing the, the shoulder to me. The shoulder to me. The shoulder to me, yeah. Uh, all right. See you later, everyone. Uh, bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.